This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, hello there, and welcome back to another edition of the Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing podcast. And as you listen in, you're going to get a variety and get ready for a variety of ahas, insights, tips, and how-tos for your author, publishing, and book marketing success. I always like to start a show with a quote from my book, Snappy Sassy Salty Success, And today fits in quite well with our topic. Is your marketing as boring as watching grass grow or is it a magnificent sunrise? With that said, the amazing, awesome Tom Antion is going to be with me all session. And he is a master at email marketing. And you'll hear why in just one second. Tom has never had a job. He's an internet multi-millionaire who sent out over a billion, that's with a B, billion emails over the past 29 years with virtually zip, zero, nada complaints. He's the founder of the only licensed, dedicated internet and digital marketing school in the country and the subject of the Hollywood documentary, The American Entrepreneur, premiering spring of next year, spring 2024. So we have to hear about that. But Tom has, I don't even know how many books, I don't have enough digits on my body to tell you how many books he has written and published and sold a gazillion copies of. But what we're going to talk about is how he has done it. And it's email marketing, the extravaganza this session. Hey, Tom, welcome to the show. Hey, Judith. You know, I was just thinking, if I was a landscaper, yeah. I would probably like to watch grass grow. Oh. <laughs> so, well, so I could make more money cutting it. <laughs> well, I guess you could. Or we could throw it in. It's about as exciting as watching, watching mud accumulate. Okay. I mean, we can use some of those kind of metaphors. Yeah, uh, the, and the, the paint uh, dry would be for painters, too. So, oh, so yeah. uh, We can keep so, it going. But email... So scares a lot of people. Well, uh, according to a couple emails a week that I get, email marketing is dead. And what's uh, mm-hmm. the irony of that is they sent me an email to tell me that it's dead. <laughs> so, so uh, but uh, there is an old saying that gold is in the list. And, you know, I've proven that many, many yeah. marketers uh, at yeah. levels, all levels have proven that. So, so, um, so I've got a master class. People better have sharp pencils. I'm going to give them just tip after tip after tip. This is actually a six-week course that I'm going to boil down the, the big, big, powerful points for them in this next hour. So if you want to get them ready for that. so yeah, that, that's, that's kind of like a heart be still thing for me. I, 
and 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 I'm I'm all about marketing. Those those of you who've been with me for many years listening to the podcast, it is marketing, and and it's interesting, Tom, that the data shows on social media that the stats from the from the sharing rates, from the visibility rates, from the fill in the what rates are down fifty percent almost across the board. The one exception in social media is for solidity is LinkedIn has just kind of hung in there well. But uh, uh, some of the other stuff, you know, Facebook and all those, huge decline. Email marketing is the exception. And I'm with you. It's the gold mine. If you're not building your gold mine, um, you're in trouble, in my opinion. In well, my opinion. and then everybody that makes a lot of money's opinion because you can't find – Somebody at my level or even close to my level that the the major money comes in from email. So um, so I'm ready to roll when you are. I am ready to roll. Okay. So we might as well just start off. You know, okay, is it, so, it's not yet. Okay, jump. I'm just going to tell you to jump in. All right, I'm going to jump. So, uh, so here's the thing. I want people to understand. I don't know all different levels we have here, but the difference between a broadcast and an autoresponder, people get those mixed up. You know, they're both email, but here's the thing, folks. A broadcast is where you take a, your list, all of your list, a portion of your list, whatever, anytime you feel like it, and you decide, okay, two o'clock today, I'm going to send out an email to everybody. And that's a broadcast. An autoresponder is always, always, always triggered by somebody else. And there's two main ways they trigger it. Either they purchase something or they opt in for one of your freebies. There's a third way that nobody uses anymore. But uh, So those are the big differences. An autoresponder is going to go out when they trigger it, a broadcast you do when you feel like it. Now, one of the most powerful things ever invented uh, if you ask a bunch of guys like me, what is the most powerful tool ever invented in on internet marketing is the sequential autoresponder. That means not only does one message go out, you can have a sequence of messages going out over and over and over again, spread out as far as you want. I have some going out six months, nine months, where once people trigger it, they keep getting emails from me unless they decide they don't want them anymore. Or there's another thing, uh, this is a this is a pretty high level th thing, folks. Write this down. It's called unsubscribe upon subscribe. So what if I uh, if they trigger they buy something and they trigger an autoresponder, and it sell, uh, after a while it upsells them to another product. Well, that when they trigger that new product, it turns off the first autoresponder and puts them in another autoresponder. So that's called subscribe upon or unsubscribe upon subscribe. Now, I do want to give like a super gold tip right now in case people, you know, I'm, I tend to put people to sleep. You know me, Judith. So, <laughs> <laughs> so. No, is, um, is that, Tom, why you used to bring in pizzas to your workshops? Yes, and yes. I remember so, the time a whole bunch of pizzas rolled in one time and I was sitting there. And you know how much uh, money that came in that day? $175,000. <laughs> so, well, there you go. Yeah, so, <laughs> so feed them in the, uh, both their brains and their stomachs. But anyway, here's one of the golden tips of all gold, folks, if you want to build a good email list, is instead of just giving a one-time freebie, a PDF file or an audio or a video or something like that, 
you give out an e-course that, that's delivered via autoresponder. And the reason that gets a better one is because, and I'm guilty of this too, if somebody's giving away a freebie, I might put my worst email address in that I never check to grab that freebie, and then they could email me forever and I'd never know it. So when you tell people, hey, put your best email address in so you don't miss parts of the course, and they do. They put a better email address in that they that they uh, check all the time because they don't want to miss parts of your course. So so that's uh, a, a piece of gold there that can just totally change your, your whole course of your business, that one tip. Okay, go ahead. So what I'm hearing is that it's really better. I guess we used to call these drips. Is this part of the uh, the drip mentality? That would be that would be an an older term for uh, you know okay. giving people stuff over time. Yes. Okay. So that you're uh, you're a proponent of giving people multiple things over time versus absolutely a shot pony. Yeah, because uh, you know they might miss one, and then the next one comes in. They say, "Oh, I forgot about this," and then they catch up. But if it's only a one-shot deal, it could be over with then. Now, I, I have a lot of things that I give out one at, one thing at a time, but I've already got over 100,000 subscribers, so I'm doing pretty good at it. But I do have things that are e-courses, and that usually gets a little bit better uh, email addresses. Okay, okay, next thing is HTML versus plain text. So for many, many years, I only promoted plain text emails. And here's the reason why. There were studies done that showed that HTML email, which is ones that you can format with graphics and pictures and colors and everything, only about 60% of them were getting to the recipient looking like they were when you sent them because of all the different email receiving systems. So I railed against that for years and years and years. All the big players would use plain text. All right, now about five years ago, I changed my tune on that. And uh, I will send HTML emails out, but I will not put pictures in them. Because here's the thing, folks. A lot of people receive their emails with a preview window. Well, the preview window deletes the graphics. So you killed yourself to make this gorgeous email and it looks like crap in their preview window. So uh, you can send HTML email, but just format the text with color and bold and whatever you want, but don't put a lot of graphics in because chances are you're gonna look worse than you uh, even. You know, it's, I, I look bad all the time, but at least I know when I look bad. The worst thing is, is to look bad and not know it, and then you keep doing the same things over so and over let, again. But let me ask you, if mm -hmm. you're talking about the preview, which is like a lot of times just like 160 characters. If I no, that's the, that's the uh, not a preview window. That's That would be like your subject line uh, thing. Okay, so but let's drop it down to the preview. What if you had imagery much lower in the body? Of well... Uh, text, you, then it doesn't show up. You, up you could you could do that, but again, you're not a professional emailer with, like Macy's that's got geeks sitting there 24/7 tweaking things perfectly for every receiver system. Yeah. So you're still risking yourself by doing that. Now, uh, do we have like commercials and stuff we're going to? 
going to go to a commercial right now. Okay, so. I see that. Okay, good. I, uh, I right. know that. Okay, so uh, what we're saying here is, I hope you all are writing this down, you know, that you don't have to put fancy-dancy imagery and spending a lot of time. That's what Tom's saying. Just get, have a solid lead line to hook them and bring them in. That I think that would be yep. our takeaway. We're going to get them to click through, and I'm going to give them ways all to All right, we're going to click. We're clicking along with Tom and Tom. Right back. <clears throat> This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you? Or another? Author You shows you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, you will find a supportive and brainstorming community that is connected and creative no matter where you live. Author You brings in national experts for its book camps and annual Author You Extravaganza. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author You's extensive network, Members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. Author Use, the premier authoring resource in the country, creating community, education, guidance, vision, and success for the serious author. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author You is for you. Timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted on its social media platforms, and it is free. Discover Author U, where authors go to become seriously successful. Join Author U today at authoru.org. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book... If you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. With me is Tom Antion, who is really one of the premier, premier email marketing experts out here um, and someone that you should add to your list. So um, I'm just Tom Antion, A-N-T-I-O-N.com is the website you should go to subscribe. So you get involved and you see what he's up to because he's always, and you will have now a pen pal for life. I will tell you, um, and you'll get a lot. And now we're talking about how to how to get the open rates up, the strategies, tips for that. But we're all about building your email list, which is your personal gold mine. So Facebook could disappear, Instagram could disappear, but you control your emails, and it's important to understand that. Tom, back to you. Yeah, and uh, and I always tell people, social media to me is a necessary evil. <laughs> it's a big time waster, and you don't own any of it. So, uh, and I don't even look that great on social media, but I have a hundred thousand email subscribers that I can hit a button and money pours in the front door. 
where uh, with social media, uh, they can tweak one thing and you disappear off the face of the earth. So use any social media to get them off of there onto your email list. Now, a lot of people that know me know I'm I'm frugal. I grew up very frugal. My dad came from Syria on a cattle boat and, you know, very frugal. And I'm not cheap, but I'm I pro, I'm a big proponent of free stuff as long as it represents you well professionally. Guess what, folks? This ain't the arena for that. And I'll tell you exactly why. A lot of people get sucked into the free email services. Well, here's the thing, Judith. Every spammer on earth that has a union card, let's say, right, uh, is going to use the free email services mm -hmm. and they're going to spam everybody and then they're going to get kicked off and then they're going to change their IP address and company name and come back and do it again over and over again. And you're lumped in with them. So email recipient servers around the world start seeing that everything coming from that free email server is spam. So they say, well, we're not going to accept any emails. So you could send out all the emails you want. And nobody's going to get them because you're lumped in with the spammers. Now, the spammers uh, don't usually use paid services. So you're much safer. And uh, if you're going to do all this work, you do it on a paid service. So make sure you use a professional email service. Okay. Next thing is uh, people ask me all the time, how often should we send out? What's the frequency? Well, guess what? I don't know for you. I know for me, but you have to test this. And this brings up the topic of complaints. People are so worried that somebody's going to complain. Oh, I'm sending out too many emails. Well, here's the thing, folks. There, You can't let somebody that had a toothache or a fight with their spouse or they're just a jerk run your business for you. You have to test and see how many emails you can send out regularly that until you get a, a unsubscribe rate that's just out of sight. And then you back off a little bit because the rule of thumb is the more emails you send, the more money you will make. There is no doubt about that. Nobody could ever dispute that. So you have to test that. Um, and then the, uh, the thing about the, uh, the complaints, yeah, people will complain. That's part of the deal. You can't stop and let them ruin your business because one person had a bad day. Uh, now, I'm not saying to spam people. And I, if you do get complaints and you do get too many unsubscribes, I'd say go and get a full-length mirror and stand in front of it <laughs> and see what are you doing that you're not fulfilling their needs. Are you sending crappy emails out? improve the quality, make sure you give people things that really help them and they will stay on your list and not complain. But if you're getting a lot of complaints just because you feel obligated to send some crap out, then you're going to get complaints and it's not going to work for you. And also make sure you only send emails to people that have shown interest in what you have. See, I have a lot of different businesses. I have my tennis site, I have my protection dog site, I have my self-defense site, I have internet marketing, public speaking. All these sites. Well, if somebody is asking me about a family protection dog. I'm not going to send them internet marketing and public speaking stuff. They're going to say I'm an idiot and unsubscribe immediately. So, you got to only send people to sh that have shown interest in what you're you're doing. Now, you do need to pay attention to the Can Spam Act, and there's several others in Canada and Europe and so forth. But here's the thing: if you send truthful subject lines. You always have an unsubscribe link and an address in them. You warn them if it's adult content. 
uh, you're not going to get anybody uh, bothering you about those kinds of things. But you do need to be aware of them. And guess what? If you're trying to farm out your emails to somebody else to send for you, you're the ones liable. So you better make sure you know every word that's going out in your emails because they're coming after you, not your not your Filipino, uh, you know, VA. virtual assistant. Yeah. Yeah. Tom, can you kiss yeah. on um, uh, what what constitutes a free email service? Because I think some people are still back there thinking, wait a minute, is my Gmail a free email service? Is my fill in the blank? What constitutes yeah. it? Well, first of all. Anything you're using for your personal emails is not a professional email service. That is only for personal email. If you send that too many emails, like an Outlook, like 25, mm -hmm. they're going to they're gonna cancel you. They're going to uh, ban you. So uh, we're talking about uh, places, you know, well, I use Kickstart Cart, but you have uh, AWeber is one of the most uh, uh, reliable ones just for autoresponders. And broadcasts, uh, you know, my shopping cart system has a, a whole system put together. But we're, uh, we're not talking about your Gmail, your Hotmail, or anything. That is crazy to think you can send out bulk emails through those services. You will get kicked off, you know, before you even know what hit you. Okay. okay. So, yeah, and I, I use, for me, we I use Active Campaign. Okay. That's a uh, professional email service. It's a professional email service. Now, when I'm you doing... you pay, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, and, but I, and I think you would say it's worth it, right? You know, with the, with all the the great business you do on email. We we couldn't do it without it. Yeah. It, you know, you can do. You know, you have multiple lists. You know all that. Yeah. That you, you can send to. But the other thing is that, um, you know, and I, you know, my I have I have Outlook, as well, and I don't use Outlook.com or whatever. It's actually my professional email, the Judith at browse.com. But when I'm sending out to like a small group I'm working with, I, like I have a special class, I will send it out through Outlook. Now I found Outlook will let me send more. Maybe it's because, I, I mean, I don't know why than the 25. Well, I, it, I, it may, may, may be 50 now, but yeah. the thing is you have to be careful. You know, some people do that and there's nothing wrong with that for little tiny groups. That's right. Uh, except if your little tiny group doesn't know what they're doing and you send it as a CC, now you have violated everybody's privacy on that list because everybody can see everybody else's email. And if they haven't agreed to that, you kind of really messed up and look bad. So you should use a BCC, the blind carbon copy. So everybody gets one, but they don't see everybody else's. And then the other problem you run into with doing those things is if somebody hits reply all, you know, oh. it gets really crazy, really it's, fast, it's, and that's a disaster. I yeah. mean, you you would hope people would know that if if you are sending something to, uh, uh, let's say you have a group of ten that you've got coming up, and you're asking a question and they respond back, it is a pain in the tush to get caught in that stream. Exactly. So um, that's why uh, if you have a good system, you can make small lists and big lists and multiple lists and not have to worry about those kinds of things. Okay, so let's talk about selling uh, with um, broadcasts and autoresponders. Got it. So there's um, a couple of ways to do it. There's nothing fancy about it, but one is called a solo email. This would be a solo broadcast where you're just sending out an ad for something. That's a solo email. Then the other one is a hybrid email. <clears throat> and this is uh, very frequently in my e-courses. 
every part of the e-course, it's 90% of the information I promised you for free. But at the bottom, I might say, hey, if you're really interested in this topic, click here and check out my uh, wake them up speaking system or, you know, something nobody ever complains as long as they get the free stuff you promised them. And there's a little link that gives them a chance to, to give you money. All right. So so those are the two types. Now, with autoresponders, this is where you can sell after you sell or you can sell uh, upsell people if they bought a certain product. Uh, for instance, uh, if, if somebody buys my uh, speaking system. They get about three automatic emails of service only. No selling, no more selling. I'm just, hey, if you have any trouble, book your consultation. You know, here's how to contact me if you need me. All these nice uh, emails that just service them. And you want people to get used to getting emails from you that help them. That way, if something is not interested to them, they don't unsubscribe immediately. See? So, um, so. We use several service emails, and then maybe a month later, it says, hey, if you really want to be a, a high-paid speaker, you need to be better known. So you might want to check out this uh, uh, Kickstart uh, Publicity Hound book I wrote with Joan Stewart, and uh, since you bought the speaker system, we'll give it to you at half price. That's another big thing. People love sales. So you give them a sale, and so orders for that come in automatically long after I forgot that they even ordered the first thing, all right? That's how powerful the autoresponders are. So uh, so make sure you really put some emphasis on this. Like right as I'm talking to you here, Judith, I've got over 500 sequences. They're called campaigns. And remember, I've been doing this a long, long time. But they're they're working for me while I'm talking to you. And that's automation. In fact, I'm going to give everybody a book on how I automate my business here uh, later. But uh, uh, those are ways to sell. And uh, when we, uh, I know we've got a break coming up. When we come back from the break, I'm going to tell everybody about how to increase your open rates. A psychological, uh, I don't want to call it a trick. It's just a technique and everybody's surrounded by it day and night. And also how to get click-through rates to your website, which is what you want to do, get them to your website eventually. So that's what's coming up. Well, I love the idea of getting into how to, how to really get the click-through rates because I think um, or we sometimes we call it click, you know, what, do, what kind of clickbait do we use? But to get people to respond involved. And you know what we're doing, everyone, what Tom's talking about is creating raving fans, People who actually look forward to what are you up to next? What what do you have that's new or improved or variation? Or it's it's like one time Tom I had someone I was you know she had come to multiple programs that I had done, and she said you know Judith I heard you say this four years ago I heard you say this three years ago I heard you say it two years ago but you know what this year I finally heard you say it. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes that also comes along with emails and that, uh, you know, I've read this before. Uh, you know, I saw this last year. Or I saw it, but that for it, it's, it's finally the right time for action to happen. And I think that's why you have to keep doing stuff. You know, for those of you who are doing emails once a month, I think you're in oh, trouble. That's only 12 times a year. You're in trouble. All right. With that, Tom Antion is with me. His website is tomantionantion.com. Become familiar with it. We'll be right back. 
is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Discover the power of you and your book at the Judith Bryles Unplugged events. Each summer, Judith Bryles Book Marketing Unplugged unfolds over three intensive days working with just Judith. You get publishing strategies, author and book platforms, book marketing panache and pizzazz, and authoring tools to take you and your book to rock star success. In the fall and winter, Judith Bryles Speaking Unplugged includes Judith as your coach and mentor during two powerful days. You will learn how to structure a speech, how to create openings and closings, how to find gigs that pay you and sell your books, and you will get one-on-one coaching. Go to thebookshepherd.com and click on the Events tab to learn how to participate at the next Unplugged Workshop event. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Okie doke. We're going to turn you into mavens, marketing mavens, using the click of your fingers and your email programs with this is Tom Montion. We are halfway through the show today um, and we're going to find about how, you know, how do we get people to open and how do we create, you know, luring, luring words, luring phrases to get them to do that. Tom, back to you. Yeah, this is a, a technique from my copywriting course, Copywriting 901, uh, called the Zagarnik principle. And blue. <laughs> Bluma Zagarnik was a Russian psychologist, psychiatrist who discovered or uncovered the principle of the human mind that the human mind cannot stand unfulfilled curiosity. And so in your subject lines, which you should keep 50 characters or less, including spaces whenever possible, and the most important stuff to the left, if you can create curiosity, people, you'll get a much higher open rate. This is open rate. So one of the biggest ones I ever had, Judith, was, boy, did I get in trouble, dot, dot, dot. And it's like, oh, Oh. what did Tom do now, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it got a massive open rate. And then inside, if you use the Zagarnik principle, then you can get a click through to your website. So you want to get the click through to your website where you can put all the fancy graphics and control the flow of everything. And you're not... Uh, subject to some email receiver screwing up the look of your stuff. It's all on your website. So uh, in that particular email, I said, oh, man, I had to sleep on the couch because of the present that I gave my girlfriend for Valentine's Day. You don't want to do this. And and, I, and that was it. And they had, you know, if you want to see what I did, click here. And they had to click through to the website because everybody now is like, what did he do? What a big dummy. He made messed up on Valentine's Day. And it turned out that I had bought this enormous dustpan from Home Depot that uh, contractors used to clean up. And I gave it to her with a bow and said, here, this helps you clean the house better. 
<laughs> and uh, it was some big Valentine's promotion I was doing, but it got enormous, you know, that, that um, click-throughs. So that's what I'm saying. If you learn that one technique from copywriting and, and you start watching, you're surrounded by this every day. You probably get hit with it a hundred times a day at least. And uh, if you perfect that technique, don't be obnoxious about it. But if you perfect that, your click-throughs, your... See, see, Judith, if your email does not get opened, nothing you did after matters. It doesn't matter you had the best product in the world, the best sales letter, it doesn't matter if it doesn't get opened. And also, here's another gem for you. The number one thing that gets your email deleted instantly is if they don't recognize who it's from. So you must be consistent. Like, I may be consistent differently on my tennis side as I am from my dog side and so forth, but from all my internet and public speaking stuff, it's from Tom Antion every single time, a billion times. So be consistent in, uh, in who it's from. So uh, do you think that you should say um, in your subject line from Tom Antion? No, no, because you're, who it's from is already there as part of your email. You're okay. wasting a very right. expensive Character. space. Yeah, yeah, characters. We don't yeah. want to waste characters. Right. All right, got it. So it's the, I love the phrase. I have to tell you, Tom, I love the fa phrase of unfilled curiosity. Un yep, um, unfulfilled it, curiosity. And that, unfulfilled uh, Yep, it's my new favorite phrase, I think. Well, you can even use that in your written books. We used it when I used to put out a written sales letter because this, this course of mine was expensive. So at the bottom of each page, it never ended in a period. The sentence always carried over to the next page and people would never in a million years not finish reading the sentence. So they kept turning the pages and reading it. So this that's, is- That's a great trick. Uh, oh, and you could do that in, in books to get them to keep turning the pages. If, you, if you're if you in charge of the formatting, um, it's not that hard to do. Okay, so another uh, things I get asked all the time is uh, about squeeze pages. And okay. so I wanna tell you about squeeze pages. Squeeze pages were kind of invented and started to be used years and years and years ago. And basically, their whole purpose is to grab email addresses, opt-ins. But you're never going to get any free traffic from Google from a squeeze page. They fell out of favor 10 years ago because Google wants people to get pages that have value to the, to the, the searcher. And so they fell out of favor. Now, I have squeeze pages still because I have other ways to send people to them. I have one, a top-rated podcast. I've got an email list. It's, well, it's a, I mean, I'm on other people's podcasts, which is another great way to build a list. And so I have other ways uh, to get people to that page, but I do not get any traffic from Google or any search engine from a squeeze page. So savvy marketers said, well, let's uh, see what we can do about this. <laughs> so the next thing that you can do is called a reverse squeeze page. And what that is, is it has quality content at the top of the page. So the search engines see good quality content. And then we normally ask for the opt-in at the top of the page, not on reverse squeeze pages. We put the opt-in box beneath the quality content. And that way, if you don't have any other ways to get traffic, which you should develop, then you'll start getting some search engine traffic if you have good quality content. So that's called a reverse squeeze page. How do you like that? Well, actually, um, I, 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 that's really more my strategy. I, I, that I mm -hmm. 
use. I, I, I like throwing out the, the tidbit and then come in. Okay, here's where you go. You know, grab this here or register here or whatever it is that we're doing the pitch with. Yeah, you can put opt-ins in the middle of blog posts, you know, that, yes. kind, of, that kind of stuff. Yep. So in general, though, you keep them at the top of the page. Um, now, other things you need to pay attention to. What are the best days of the week, the best times of day, how many times per week, uh, all that? Well, again, I don't know for you. I do know for me that in general, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays get a higher response for me. Mondays less because everybody's full of spam from the weekend and Fridays they're thinking about the weekend. But if you were in the sports, Fridays might be great for you. You know, Saturdays for college mm -hmm. games and Sundays for mm -hmm. uh, pro, you know, so it, you have to figure it out for yourself and pay attention to these things. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other thing is people get so excited about, oh, I'm going to drive traffic. I'm drive traffic. But you have to prepare for this. You have to have sign-up forms. You have to have your reverse and your squeeze pages. Uh, and here's the thing, folks. Don't get crazy asking for too much info on your sign-up forms. Um, you know, the more you ask, all I ever ask for is first name and email. Yeah, because, me too. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, now, there are times, depending on what business you're in, you may want to disqualify people or, or more qualify people. Like if you were an insurance company and you were calling back all the leads, mm -hmm. well, you need their phone number, you need to know more about them because you can only make so many calls, you could waste a lot of money uh, paying people to call people that aren't qualified. So there are times when you do ask for more. Um, and where can you put sign-up forms? Well, just about everywhere. You can put top, bottom, sidebars, in blog posts. And one of the places that people cry about is pop-ups. And I gotta tell you, uh, a lot of people say, oh, I hate pop-ups. I'm never going to put a pop-up on, on my site. I say, okay, good. I'll take your subscribers from you. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, here's the thing. When I had uh, just a sign-up form on, Ant it's, by the way, it's just anteon.com. Um, I, I was signing up 180 people a week for Great Speaking Easy. As soon as I put the pop-up on, it went to 400 people a week. So whether I like them or you like them or not, they work. Uh, and you can make unblockable pop-up boxes. You can make a thing called pop-unders, where it waits till people get into the content of your page before it pops up. You can have them slide in from the left and slide out to the right or, you know, fly in and, you know, spin. I mean, there's all kinds of ways to do it. But but uh, you do need to get people's attention to get them to sign up. But another thing I see, uh, Judith, is people just say, hey, sign up for my newsletter. And it's yeah. like, boring. for what? What do I got to get out of this? I mean, that worked 29 years ago when I first yeah. started. People would sign up for anything. But, but you, uh, I have one pop-up box that's got like 14 benefits in the box just to get you to give me your free, your email address. All right, so so you, you can't just say, uh, you know, sign up for my newsletter. That, that ain't gonna work unless you're a celebrity. Okay, so uh, I, I don't mm -hmm. want to leave pop-ups yet because they're, okay. I, I'm one of those that said, oh my God, I hate them. I'll tell you what I do hate. When I go to someone's homepage um, and I'm starting to read through and all of a sudden this pop-up box and it doesn't disappear. I can't get it to, I wanna finish reading what I was reading um, it, there's got to be some kind of etiquette or a protocol 
that is effective that doesn't irritate someone. No, uh, uh, you're 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 reading too much into it. You can't say that because okay. you're a certain mindset. You're like a brilliant, highly uh, successful woman, and you're way different than the average schmuck that's just surfing the web. Right? So okay, so but but, but I go to someone's website and I I'm on the second line of their homepage, and all of a sudden I'm frozen. I can't do anything. Judith, else. that's you. That's me. They All right. wouldn't be doing it if they, and if it's a big company, they have 40 geeks working around the clock, figuring out if that's working better than not having a pop-up. They've tested all this stuff. So, so just because you don't, that's, that's a big problem when people say, well, I don't like that. So I'm not going to do that. I get it. All right. I do understand it, but mm -hmm. there's got to be there, there, it seems to me that they could set them up. There's all kinds of ways to do it, but okay, you have so, to test and see what works best for you to get the most signups of the most oh no, qualified I get that. people. All right. Mm -hmm. So see if it would disappear and then it could come up again when I'm on another page, which I kind of like, um, give me another chance. Well, see, a lot of times we have it set that it won't come up again. And if you dismiss it the first time, because it recognizes you on the other pages, unless a certain period of time passes. There's all kinds of ways you can set these up, but most people set it up once and they don't test to see, try different ways to see what gets yeah. the most. Yeah, I like that. So do you have a favorite pop-up resource that you like to use? No, it's just, you would just look through uh, uh, plugins, you know, WordPress is the gold standard. So that's yeah. the only thing we deal with. So you, there's hundreds of them um, on WordPress. So I don't even know, we probably use five or six different ones. Okay, and I do, and I do. I know we're we're getting close to our final break, but I do like your when you said that you had a benefit that had fourteen different bullets or something that they could take away. I uh, see. Actually, I would pay attention to that. All of a yeah, sudden, yeah, they, they weren't actually bullets. There was different. There were some bullets and some pros. Okay. But so to catch people that that read yep. differently, yeah. Yep. I'm already I'm already thinking because I'm going to do a repurpose of a of a a very successful pop up I had years ago, and and I'm already thinking okay I can take I love that line, you know I, I'm thinking boy did I screw up or that uh, brings I, up a thing that I'm going to tell them when we get back about right. something you should redo. Okay, I love redoing in purpose. We'll be right back for our final. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Are you confused about publishing options? Do you know which printing option is best for your book? Does your stomach flip when you think about selling books? Or do you feel overwhelmed with what to do about book marketing and publicity? Get the answers and much more. Get them and from someone who knows publishing inside and out from both the traditional and independent sides how to make a successful book. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so. Or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand and platform, and is a success, a bestseller, 
It is your choice. You choose. If you want author and publishing success, you want Judith Bryles as your book coach. Sign up for her weekly blogs and easing at thebookshepherd.com. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and guide to collaborate with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You do not need more problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Riles will shepherd you through the maze and chaos. At times, she has had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher, by a publishing service provider, and sometimes even by the author. If you want author and book success, connect with her today at thebookshepherd.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, we're back with Tom Antion. We're talking about really how to soar. I'm talking about soar, like tsunami-type soaring. Um, your email uh, database to add on people who really are interested in you, your expertise, what you have to offer. Um, so they turn, you turn them into raving fans. So Tom, again, reminding you his website. It's just Antion, A-N-T-I-O-N.com. Um, so you can go and find him with that. All right, Tom, we were coming back to, um, let's see, where did we leave? Yeah, well, I want to, uh, there's something I missed in the sales section. Uh -huh. And uh, this is a, a super, super piece of gold that you don't want to uh, miss. Okay. So let's say that I sent out a promotion and I sold 100 of whatever I was selling by email, okay? If I took that exact same email a week later, send it to the exact same list of people, I'm going to sell another 50. And if I wait another week and send that exact same email to the exact same list of people, I'm going to sell another 25. So within three weeks, I did 175 instead of 100. Which would you rather have, right? And with all no of, extra work. All of the above. Exactly. See, and, and people say, well, that's, how could you do that? Well, it's pretty arrogant to think of the 100,000 subscribers I have that they're all just sitting there waiting for something from Tom and they don't go on vacation and forget about me. You know, so you don't know what's going on. They didn't, they missed the email the first one. They're on vacation. They're busy. Uh, they finally got a chance to sit on the third one and they bought it. You know, so, so uh, that's, don't just send one thing out and quit redo it a week later and another week later and stick with it and you'll really you'll almost double your sales from from that promotion all right so you got to prepare to get people to sign up on your list 
So you want incentives, they call them free freebies, lead magnets, ethical bribes, that kind of stuff. So I'm going to give you a, a laundry list of these things. And uh, you're going to want to listen to this episode again, I suspect, because I'm going to go through them so we get everything in. So white papers, special reports, videos, video series, audios, audio series, ebooks. Uh, the one I'm giving you is how to automate your business. Um, you can go to screwthecommute.com slash automate free, and you'll see an example of a squeeze page, but you'll get a $27 book that I don't dare charge you for because, uh, you know, Judith would threaten to kill me if I did. So I don't want, I don't want her after me. So uh, uh, what else? Checklists. So let's say you're in the, your, your audience is into camping. Checklist of what to take on your next camping trip. Templates. Fill in the blank stuff. I mean, Jeff Herring made a fortune uh, doing, um, giving them a couple sample fill in the blank templates for things, and then sold them the rest of them later. E courses, uh, top ten ways to make money speaking. You can go to greatspeaking.com and see the uh, that e course. I told you e courses get better addresses. So uh, you got to come up with something very valuable for people, and then each one of those valuable things should lead to something else to sell. I'm sure that everything in Judas's books lead to something, speaking engagements and consulting, coaching and everything else, same with mine. So they should always lead to something else and your freebies should do the same thing, but they shouldn't just be sales pieces that don't give value because people won't trust you anymore. All right, next thing, uh, Judith, um, building your list. Well, one of the best things you can do nowadays is get on other people's podcasts. I, I have um, an episode of uh, Great Speaking, number 211, screwthecommute.com, not great speaking, screwthecommute.com slash 211 on how to be a great podcast guest. I've hosted over 800 podcasts and I've been on over 1,000. So I know what makes me get, uh, one time I was invited back 13 times. And I've been on some of the top shows in the world because it's not just what you do on the show. It's what you do before, during, and after the show that gets you invited back and gets your rave reviews. But uh, an, an, another little technical thing you should do to be ready for this is to, um, in, if you have WordPress, there's a plugin called Pretty Links, P-R-E-T-T-Y-L-I-N-K-S. And it allows me to have long, goofy-looking links shortened to something that I can say easily on a podcast or a radio interview or TV show or whatever. So, for instance, you know, affiliate links look crazy. They're, they've got numbers and question marks and letters and pound signs, and you can't possibly say those. So, uh, like, for instance, my Kickstart viral book. At screwthecommute.com slash viral. Like it's easy to say, easy to remember. And so you will get a lot more people when you're on your interviews uh, doing what you want them to do. And you can send them to affiliate products and nobody knows the difference. And speaking of books, because that's what Judith is about, you can't put an affiliate link in a Kindle book. You won't get it accepted. But if you put a pretty link in there, nobody, none of their people even notice it. And you can sell all kinds of affiliate stuff through Kindle books. So that's a little sidebar there for you. Um, so anyway, being a podcast guest, having your own podcast, this is how I drive tons of people to my uh, freebies and get them to uh, sign up on my list. 
summits are real hot lately. I've been on summits and get sometimes I get three, four, five hundred more um, email addresses from one appearance on a summit. So those are good if you can either run them yourself or be on other people's. See, if you run them yourself and you get a bunch of other speakers promoting it, you end up getting all the email addresses of people that register from all these other speakers. It's called user-generated content. So uh, there's tons of, I wrote the book called The Ultimate Guide to List Building. So there's tons of ways to do this. One is ad swaps, where you can put an ad in your uh, publication uh, for somebody else's list and they put an ad in theirs for yours. So those kinds of things. And you can uh, guest blog, um, you can, um, uh, you know, you can use pay per click, but you got to be really, you know, you can lose your shirt doing this if you don't know what you're doing on uh, that kind of stuff. So building your list is important, but you have to have your incentives ready, good sales copy around the sign up box, and um, you'll be a lot of subscribers that way. Tom, are there some of the, I mean, pay, the phrase pay per click has been around for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, are there some that we should throw out that might be best to avoid? Well, uh, no, they're all good if you know what you're doing. Ah. And, yeah, because uh, the pay-per-click, when I teach people the advertising online, you must obsess on it. You, I'm talking about this is not something you throw up there and come back in a week and see how it's doing. Now, the only, uh, the best bargains, I'll tell you the best bargains in a minute, but you must obsess on it. And how do I know this? Well, I put an ad in on a Friday one time and forgot about it. By Monday, I owed Google $8,000. This is about 10, 12 years ago. <laughs> so, so you must obsess on it. And uh, you, what you do is you put multiple ads in, and then you watch them co carefully, and you stop and pause the ones immediately that aren't making money for you, you know, or aren't bringing you subscribers. Now, the best bargains out there are Amazon sponsored ads. That is, I mean, I got a bill the other day for 59 cents or something. <laughs> so, so that's one of the best bargains. But the other ones that people don't realize are um, YouTube in-stream ads, they're called. These are the ones where you can click the skip button. You've all seen those. Well, guess what? If somebody clicks the skip button before 30 seconds, you don't pay anything. You can get massive branding. In fact, sometimes we tell people, hey, if you're not interested in X, Y, and Z, just click that skip button and get back to the video you wanted to watch. Because I want them, uh, if they don't click the skip button, they're more qualified. But I don't want to pay for them if they're just tire kicking and they're disgusted with me and they don't care. They just want to get out of there. I, it's, go ahead, hit that skip button. Those are the, the best bargains. But any pay-per-click, you've got to obsess on it and all of them work. Depending on your product and service, you just have to, like like it always says, test it. All right. So would you repeat what the name of the YouTube one is? YouTube in-stream ads. In-stream ads. Yeah, I, you have to have a Google uh, yeah. account. Yeah, and uh, and that's where you, um, you can have them uh, have a skip button. Okay, so a reminder to all of you, if, if you, if you are not tuned in, Google owns YouTube. Um, and, exactly. And, and when you're playing with Google YouTube, I mean, you don't want an 8,000 bill like Tom was talking about, um, unless it's producing a gazillion dollars in return. But that that Google's the number one search engine. YouTube is right behind it, and they're owned by this one and the same. So it, you need to play with them. That's my opinion. 
Absolutely. Yeah. But you, like I said, you have to, you can't just set it and forget it like Ron Popeil. You've got to stay on it because if it's losing your money like crazy, people think, well, I got lots of clicks. Well, each click might have been losing your money. So, so yeah. you don't want that. Uh, you, oh, you're God. absolutely obsessed. Yeah, Tom, you and I do quote Ron Papil. See, we did watch infomercials when we were uh, going. Yep, yep, yeah. back when I was in diapers, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> okay, we, we have like a minute left. What what last minute goodies? Can well, you uh, I just encourage people to get into the digital world because it's 97% profit. And uh, of course, email is digital and you can be selling digital products and books for the same price or more. Like that publicity book that I was telling you about is $97. We sold loads of them. My ClickBook was $97. So, so get into the digital world, embrace email, learn how to do it, get good help and learn how to do it properly. And you can write your own ticket. And, and, and you can also then start claiming like Tom, he never had a job. Never had a um, job. <laughs> never, never had a job. I mean, that is what we started with an hour ago. He, this is the man who never had a job. All right. So, Tom Antion, thank you so much. Again, a reminder one more time, everyone, his website is antion.com. Yeah, and grab that screwthecommute.com slash automate free to get your uh, free automation book. All right. So there you go. So screw the commute spelled exactly the way it sounds forward slash dot com. Yeah. Dot com forward slash auto automate free automate free. All right, everyone. Have a great week. Thanks so much, Tom. you for being a part of your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith bry